Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church Podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. You want to welcome all of those who are joining us on all the different social media outlets that we have. We're thrilled to have you tune in on a regular basis with us. We talked Sunday before last, a, a message that I did was entitled Perceptual Blindness. I didn't finish. I wanted to follow up with some things that I wanted to talk about, and so I was planning on doing the very next Wednesday. Well, the schedule and the rain and what happened, we had to move Fall Fest around, and man, was Fall Fest not a fantastic Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, all of you who worked so hard to make that happen. So now I'm just getting back around to talking about and following up on a message. And if you if you remember, uh, what sparked that message was I had read a study on human behavior, and there was a court, a uh, basketball court, and they were passing basketballs, and they told the... the uh, the people to count the number of passes on the court. And over on the side was a guy dressed in a gorilla suit and walked down the side of the basketball court. And over half of the people were so watching and counting the number of passes that they didn't even see the gorilla walk by. And we talked about having the ability, it's a God-given ability to block out and to focus. And, And it's one of the most valuable assets that we have is to be able to block out and to focus and to concentrate. You, you, you just think about all of the noise throughout your day, uh, the machines, the cars, the people, the people in your office walking around, phones going off and other conversations happening when you're having a conversation and uh, the, the cars up and down and a piece of equipment backing up, beep, 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 and all the noise. I, you think about a surgeon that is doing something like brain surgery or a heart surgery, think about the noise in that surgery room with all those machines and the people and the tools and the equipment. Boy, he's got the ability to block out and to focus it uh, in your office. A student studying it, you'd go crazy if we didn't have the ability to block out. Uh, and, and really, in fact, uh, we got some friends that live next to a train track and when we go and stay there, they'll say, oh, yeah, I forgot that. Did you hear the train? Did I hear the train? It shook the bed. So we don't even hear the train anymore. You just, you know, you, you have an ability to block things out. But the problem we talked about in that message was too often we figured what was important and what was to be blocked out before Jesus, before we were saved. Uh, and then along with our sin nature, with all that we deal with on a daily basis, way too often we focus on the wrong thing. We're focused on my pleasure, my feelings, my fun. We're focused on my hobby and, and miss what your wife had been saying for many, many years and you just didn't hear her. You, you missed what your children had been saying for many, many years and they got 16, 17, 18. Oh no, you, you, missed, you missed what they had been saying four, five, six, seven, eight years old. You, your boss has talked to you over and over and over. Totally missed what your boss has been saying loudly. See, the problem is we, we block out the wrong thing and don't tune in to what we need to tune in. Well, the ultimate problem, obviously, is we miss what God is saying. 
I want to talk a little bit about being led by God, not tuning out what God does each day to speak to us and direct our life according to His will, His purpose, His plan for you as an individual. God created you. God created you unique. God has a plan for you. And, and we get focused on the wrong thing, and we miss hearing from God. When we study Scripture to see God, to learn about God, to know God, I want to see and learn how God speaks, and, and I want to be led by God. And, and, and so we start looking in Scripture and, and to listen, look, and see, how does God speak? Well, well, we read about God speaking directly in the cool of the day to Adam and, and Eve. And then some hundred years later, we read God spoke to Noah. And hundreds and hundreds of years later, God talked with Abram. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of years later, God set a bush on fire and a voice came out and he talked to Moses. Um, then, then you can add to that list Saul walking down the Damascus road and a light and an audible voice from God. And, and we remember the time Jesus was baptized and coming up out of the water, this voice and a dove, and it was an audible voice. But here's what I want you to realize. Out of billions and billions of people that have lived, that was six. That was six. Now, I want you to get that. Six. Out of billions of billions. Okay, yes. God does speak in an audible voice, and he has this many times. Just over 2,000 years ago, he spoke at Jesus' baptism in an audible voice. This is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. But now billions of people have lived. Well, I wanna, how does God normally speak? Okay, how does God normally, day in and day out, how does God normally lead us? As we tune into God, as we focus on God, and, and I want to be spirit-led, are we to go out and sit in a desert and wait for a bush to catch on fire? Or maybe we're to walk down a Damascus road every day and look for a blinding light. How, I want to be led by God, so what do I do? For the next few minutes, I, I want to talk about some keys to you hearing God. I want to talk about some keys to you hearing clearly what God is communicating to you so that each day you can be led by God. Romans 12 and 1 Corinthians 12 teach us we're created by God with very different gifts. Very different gifts. You didn't ask to be good at math, but you were great. You didn't ask to be good at the skill of teaching and communicating. You didn't ask to be good with your hands and just mechanic or to, to fix or to build. You didn't ask to be good at science. I don't, know, I don't know why science just comes easy to you and to the guy sitting right next to you studies night and day and can't pass science. I, I don't know why sales or management or organization, I don't know why children are drawn to this person and you never see a child around these people. Yeah, I don't know why you were just born with skills. Your mind was wired 
for engineering. It, your mind, would, you, you can look at a house that's just been built and you can just see landscape and you've got to, you can see that before it even happens. See, to follow God, to be led by God, you'll want to do what naturally flows out of you. Oh, what would God have me do? Well, what are you good at? What, what are you good at? See, you didn't ask for that. God put that in you. So if you want to be led by God, then you ask, what is natural? What, is na what flows out of me? We want to make sure that you're not being led by money, that you're not being led by what your best friend is doing. Oh, my best friend, he's a surgeon. My gosh, the money that guy makes. I think I'll be a surgeon, except I can't pass first-year chemistry. I can't pass chemistry. Frustrated, feel like a failure, struggled all my life. I'm stupid, I'm an idiot, I'm a failure at everything I try. Look, you're not being led by God because you're out of your giftings. See, your best friend makes a lot of money in sales. So I'm going to get in sales. I'm going to sell furniture. You're going to go get your real estate license. You're going to start selling cars. Or I'm going to get in insurance. Boy, you can make a lot of money selling insurance. I'm going to get in insurance. And there's nothing about you that is a salesperson. But because you have a friend that is making great money doing selling insurance, then I'm going to get in that and you're frustrated, you feel like a failure, you struggle all your life, and you're never as good as others around you because you're out of your gifting. You're out of your gifting. Uh, we see a lot of times that we've seen churches that started and folded and didn't make and didn't make, and, and Terry would say, you, you know, that guy would be so good serving in another church. He's just not the front guy. You're just, that, that's not your gifting, and it won't ever work for you and you can move and start a church in 10 different towns that's not you're not that guy I, I took music lessons for years I wanted to have long hair and play and sing and look like other people that are here uh, 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 but but I am just so glad I got a haircut and I followed God <laughs> I got whippings in school and on the school bus, it was never for stealing, it was never for lying, it was never for cheating. It was always for talking. I never got a whipping for singing in school. I, I, it was, now I couldn't pass chemistry, but I could make an A plus in speech. In grade school, all the school plays, I never wanted to be the tree in the school play. I never wanted to be one of the wise men. I wanted the lead speaking role in grade school. That's the role I don't, I don't want to be the tree. Here's your part in the Christmas play. So I, look, what has the most lines? That's what I wanted to be in. Now, I've never heard an audible voice out of a bush that was on fire, but I am standing here in the middle of God's will for my life because I just followed what was in me to do. You waited tables in high school. On nights and weekends for a weekend job. I don't know if you noticed, but you made three times the tips that all the other waitresses in there put together made. You obviously connect with people. Okay, now, what does that mean? Maybe I don't know what you're supposed to do, but it does rule out tens of hundreds 
of thousands of other things. I'm not going to be an accountant in a cubicle somewhere looking at numbers. I'm not going to be a welder under a hood all day. I connect with people. I don't want to be in a computer room in a cubicle typing on a computer. I don't want to be up on a roof with nobody around me. I don't want to be a mechanic under the hood of a car. I don't know what I'm going to do, but see, it rules out lots of things when I understand. I connect with people. There's a gifting in here to connect with people that's different than all the other people around me. See, this gifting in you directs you into what God has created you to do. See, being led by God comes out of how he created you. Oh, Tim, I just want to follow God's will for my life. Well, honestly, look at the giftings in you and stop looking at what your friends are doing. True, true. You can work and work and work shooting a basketball, learning to pass, learning to dribble, and learning plays. But it was God that made you 7-2. I don't have to pray a whole lot about you being a pro basketball player. Now, God created you for 11. God is speaking to you. Here's a bush. Thou shall not have play professional basketball. I mean, oh God, what would you have me do? Well, it's not play basketball because you can look in the mirror and see that ain't what I'm going to do. See, you, you can follow God if you will, but I just want to play. I get you want to play basketball, but you're too short and you can't run. And those are two important things. Being led by God, Matthew 12, John 15, we know them by their fruit. There's a lot of talk in Scripture about fruit. What do you do that produces the most fruit? Let me say it like this. What just works for you? What just works for you? I can play that guitar. Stare at me like I can't. You get a line and I'll get a pole, honey Oh yeah You get a line and I'll get a pole, babe You get a line and I'll get a pole And we'll go down to the crawdad hole, honey Baby mine That doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be a worship leader that, that doesn't mean, yes, you can do that, but it's not your gifting. Well, Tim, I can do that. I get it. There's a lot of things I can do. I am play them drums. I am play that bass. But it's not what God has. Are you hearing this? Yes, you can do that, but you'll be frustrated your whole life. Absolutely, I can get up here and I can be the worship leader of this church. And we'll have three people that come. My mom, maybe my wife. See, you've got to get in your gifting if you're going to be successful or you'll be frustrated. I'm working so hard, I'm working so hard, I'm working so hard. And you beat your head against the wall your whole life. Why? Because you didn't hear from God. Well, God doesn't speak to me. Oh, yeah, he spoke to me. That ain't you. 
people don't line up to hear you sing, but people will drive to hear you speak. Okay, then that's what God is, are you getting this? Is this making sense to you? I, I don't care how successful your best friend is, it's not your gift. Okay, well, you can go out in a desert and you can wait for a bush to catch on fire. Or you could buy you a donkey and stare at it and wait for a voice to come out. But all the billions of people that have lived on this earth, that's only two times that God did that. I'm asking, what works for you? What works for you? What really works for you? Well, I can do that. So can I. But that's not what works it doesn't produce fruit in my life. It doesn't produce fruit in other people's life. That's not what God has got for me to do. I don't know if you ever thought about it. When you babysit, the parents say, oh, you're the best we've ever had. We've had countless babysitters. My kids just jump up and down when I say you're coming to babysit. Oh, my kids love you. You're their favorite. Okay. Is God leading you to do something with kids? Now, I don't know what that is. Build a daycare center. Start a daycare center. Are you an elementary school teacher? Are you going to write children's books? But you've you got to tune in to the voice of God that is leading you through what bears fruit in your life. Don't be led by what your friends are doing. Don't be led by what you think would look cool or be fun or be popular or get you a lot of accolades because you're never happy. You miss God. In last week before last Sunday's word, we talked about perceptual blindness. And you can be so focused on, and there's a number of things, on your friend's success. You can be so focused on prestige you can be so focused on power. You can be so focused on the amount of money that this gifting pays that you just don't see and recognize the created by God giftings that you didn't ask for that are in you. Let me, let me go on. Romans eight fourteen, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. Verse 16, His Spirit joins with our spirit. His spirit joins with our spirit. Now, I'm not out looking for a bush that's on fire and a voice that comes out of it because his spirit has joined with my spirit. There, we, we use this phrase, there is an inner witness. God, God's spirit is on the inside of you. And there is a knowing that's wrong. That is wrong. That's not right. There, there is an inner knowing on the inside. We talk about an inner witness. Hearing God's voice is a lot like buying a pair of boots. I don't buy boots online. I try them on. And I walk around in the store with them, and it feels right. These fit or I walk around the storm and this rubs me the wrong way. I don't care how beautiful they are. I can't help it that my wife thinks they're gorgeous. Babe, they rub me the wrong way. 
This dead, I don't care what, I, boy, I want those. I wish I could wear that. I wish I could have those, but, but it, are you getting this? There's an inner witness, this isn't right for me. And, and, and we've got to understand, and I think we miss this often, we've got to understand the difference in life under the old covenant and life under the new covenant. See, life under the new covenant Jesus comes in and lives on the inside of you. See, under the old covenant, God had to talk through a donkey. God had to speak out of a bush because he didn't live inside us. Sin separated us from God. And God, if he lived anywhere, he lived in the Holy of Holies, but he didn't live in here. Under the new covenant, this is a new dispensation, where is God? Oh, God, I just want you to speak to me. You don't need to walk around and look up in the stars wanting God to speak. Where is God? Have you asked Jesus into your heart? Did you confess your sins? Did you repent of your sins? Did you ask Jesus to come in? Then his spirit joins with your spirit. And so you don't look at a bush. You don't stare at a donkey waiting on a voice. You understand the spirit of God resides on the inside of me. And I tune in to the man of God that is inside here. Now, not my carnal nature, not my flesh, but I tune in to the spirit of God that lives on the inside of me. We read about it. Life under the old covenant. God had to speak through dew on a fleece. Then God had to speak through dew on everything but on the fleece. See, God spoke in outward physical signs because God did not dwell in the heart of man. I want you to understand, when Jesus paid the price for sin, the veil of the temple was torn from top to bottom and God moved in, God's spirit, the spirit of God moved into the hearts of those who've accepted him and received him and invited him in. Now he's not out here somewhere and you're begging God to speak to you. Tune in to God's voice. God, what would you have me do today? Now, as a saved, forgiven, ask Jesus to come in and live inside me, living my life under the new covenant. Now, don't be blind and don't block out that voice. Your sin nature is yelling its desires. I mean, it's yelling its desires. Your desire for money and for cars and fancy stuff and your big this and big that. Your desire for prestige. I want a house like this and I want a bigger car than this and I want to be a member of this club and this resort. Your desire for prestige will have you blocking out that voice. The voice of God that's saying this is not for you. This is not where you want to be. This is what you need to be doing. No, no, not that. Or yes, you need to go there. I think about Paul, and I, you've, you've heard him countless times talk about him not living right at all. Not right at all. And, and his mom brought a, a applied life little brochure and set it on the chest of drawers in his room. And he walked by, and you've heard him talk about it. He knew, i got to go there. I've heard Paul say, he, if you don't go there, you're going to stay here and die. If you don't go there, get out of this town, 
You're going, oh, that's the stupidest thing. Call me. Hey, man, where are we? Let's get them. I'll meet you down by the pond. You get to me. See, you, you, if you tune that voice out, Paul says he'd be dead. But he's here loving God, serving God because he didn't. Not any of his friends were coming here. Not any of his friends thought this was a great idea. Not any of his friends supported him, but there was an inner voice. Here's where you need to be. He knew that was an inner voice, and he came. Don't block. To him, God never speaks to me. All the time he does. All the time he does. You're just more tuned into your friends or your whatever, your hobby, than you are his voice that is speaking to you. We, we talked about in perceptual blindness how we focus on the wrong thing and, and we don't see and we don't hear. Rather than sit in a desert and wait for a bush to catch on fire and burn, Proverbs 11.4 says, Seek wise counsel. Seek wise counsel. I want to hear God's voice. Where do I begin? Well, first of all, what do mature Christians see in you? What do mature Christians see in you? Now, it's, it amuses me that I have been spirit-filled Christian for just over 50 years. I've been fairly successful financially. I've been fairly successful in holding my first marriage together. And a 17-year-old is going to go ask advice of their heathen 17-year-old buddy. Now, I'm proud that you have a buddy because I don't be your best buddy. But if you want to hear from God, you need to get wise counsel. Go, go to somebody who is older, who is successful in that area, and stop asking your 17-year-old best buddy and go get you some wise counsel about what do you think God has for me? I, I can tell you, and I can relive times in my life where I was talking to an older, wiser pastor who started talking to me, and I, I could, his face got real blurry, got real, real blurry, and I heard God's voice of direction for this ministry, for Leaders Academy, for my home, for us financially, decisions. I, I heard, I, I just quit hearing him, and I heard God speaking. It was like God speaking out of the mouth of a donkey. God, you get wise counsel, and you'll be amazed. He's exactly right. That's exactly, she is, she hit the nail on the head where I'm concerned. What do mature Christians seeing you what do mature christians want to gather around you and help you do here's a good test for hearing from god when no one supports you when no one thinks that's a good idea when no one comes to lock arms and help you you might want to stop and check yourself i'm just telling you i'm going to get involved and i'm going to help with a god idea i can't tell you the number of ministries and people that we are heavily, heavily involved with because I know that I know that I know there's a call on their life. They're doing what God called them to do, and I'm fixing to lock arms and help. I'm going to be a part of this. 
others come with a bad idea. That's not you. You're not gifted in that area. That will never work. And no, I'm not getting behind that. You, you, you've got to ask yourself, what do mature Christians see in me? And what do mature Christians want to gather around me and help me do? You look for wisdom and you hear what God has to say. See, the problem is people are just rebellious. They're stiff-necked and I'll just do it myself. Nobody agrees with me. Nobody wants to support me. Well, I'll just do it myself. Well, you can probably know you're out of the will of God and you're going to have a lot of bloody noses down life's way with that kind of attitude. We just want to follow up on week before last message. God speaks to us all day, every day. Our problem is not God speaking to us. Our problem is tuning out the voice of God in our life. We got to tune in. Tune in to what God is saying. Don't focus on your friends and what they're doing. I'm so glad that Paul didn't focus on his friends in the direction they were going. I'm so glad that he submitted to that inner voice, although it wasn't what his flesh wanted to do. It wasn't what his carnal nature wanted to do. It, there was nothing about it that seemed fun. It went against everything that he had been doing for the last number of years. No one got in that car and drove up here with him, but he by himself. And now look at what God has done as a result of him tuning in. To, don't tune in to your friends and what they're doing. You tune in to what God is saying on the inside of you. Focus on how fun this will be. Focus on how neat that would be. Focus on what my buddies are doing. And don't ever seek wise counsel. You're going to miss the voice of God. God's voice is all around us. God speaks all the time throughout your day. Don't block it out and do your own thing. Hear from God. Be led by the voice of God. Follow God's will, his purpose, his created plan for you. And here's what I'm telling you. Peace, joy, and blessings and success will follow you all your life. Y'all stand. Lord, today we're so grateful for, for your creation. We're grateful for the way you made us. And the giftings, the different giftings that you've placed inside of each one of us. And Lord, as we live our daily life, help us, God. Help us that we don't spin our wheels, that we don't get involved in pursuits that don't bear fruit, that we, that we, don't, that we don't live our life like a car stuck in the mud, just slinging mud, running wide open, and going nowhere. God, use us, direct us, and guide us as we follow your voice for our life. We live to please you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.